Content warnings are available in the description of each episode, as well as in our link tree, which also has transcripts for each episode. Ah! We're, We're just two crows picking, picking out the, the shiny things, things in life. Sometimes it's trash, sometimes it's treasure. Come sift through the shit with us this week on Shiny Things. Welcome. That was like NPR type of intro. I'm Hello. sorry. Hello. <laughs> I'm just, a, I'm in a very chill mood. Um, hi, I'm Jay. I go by he, they pronouns. I'm Jackie. I use she, they pronouns. Welcome to Shiny Things. It's been, it's been a hot minute. It has been it's, a hot minute. There have been minutes and they've been pretty warm. <laughs> yep. More than average temperature. Yeah, that is true. Anyways, <laughs> um, what's been going down since that? Like, we had finals, and you're in Europe right now, probably. Oh yeah, when when, the, this, comes when this comes out, I will be in Europe. Where will you be in Europe? Will you still be in Italy? Uh, when this comes out, it was like what two weeks. I don't know where I'll be. Uh, let me look it up. We should have like a like a Santa tracker, but it's for Jay. <gasps> No, that's why I'm you need an air tag yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh no wait i should just add you on find my friends oh yeah actually that's a good idea um i will just be getting to italy in two weeks from now oh because you're starting in switzerland, switzerland. yeah okay yeah. i keep thinking that you're starting in italy i think it's just because like i'm gonna be in italy for most of the trip it's so, like the first five days is switzerland and then like the next two weeks um are in italy exciting yeah i'm i'm sure i'm gonna try to post more on instagram so follow my instagram it's in the link tree uh we'll also try and... to keep you updated on jay's travels via tiktok <gasps> yes okay yeah <laughs> hopefully this has already like been a thing maybe you should like add a little thing about it in the other episode or something or maybe we can do that but i'm hoping to have videos to give you guys um like and then jackie can do all the post-production stuff um but yeah i love editing for tiktoks yeah my i i feel pretty like i feel silly when i do tiktoks but i feel like (laughs) every time i make one like both you and jc are like oh my god you're so good at making tiktoks i'm like yes yes i I could be an influencer i love your tiktoks what's your at on tiktok oh gosh uh Heck well, if I know. It's like Jax zero zero something. There's there's a Jax in there. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I our our TikTok is at Shiny Things Pod. That is true. Yes. Yeah, you should. We already us. have one video, and it's like introducing us. Yeah, it's cute. So, yeah. I love it. I like the pictures that you used. Yay. Okay. I don't have a lot to say. I mean, I feel like we've just been so busy. Yeah, it's like, like that time of year. Even if you weren't going on a study abroad trip, it's just like it would still have been really busy. Yeah, like my work schedule next, mm, as of like the twentieth of June, my work schedule is like completely changing because our summer schedule is just different because the kids aren't in school. Yeah. Um, and so like I've tried being trying to prepare for that, and then like again, you're going on your study abroad. But even if you weren't going on your study abroad, you have work. 
other yeah stuff. yeah and my my work stuff really ramped up closer and closer to finals and because like i need to get stuff done before like i needed to get stuff done before like class ended um and that was just crazy i i am so upset about the structure of your study abroad class like the fact that you were having to do eight credits worth of work before we left yeah during finals like yeah that's ridiculous i mean i joined the trip late so like i joined in april whereas most of the people joined like before the new year and so there was like a ton of modules to do and stuff and uh yeah it's like a lot of it's a lot of work and it's like a quarter of my grade for the whole thing and uh i had less than two months to do it and but you did it yeah and i'm proud of you i'm i'm so close to being done by the time this comes out, I will be done. <laughs> no, you'll just be living the life. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm going to bring tons of stuff back. I'm going to bring lots of experiences back. I'm I'm going to be a totally changed person. I'm going to know Italian. Whoa. Um, hopefully. My aunt knows Italian. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for context, we graduate in less than a year. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, so... We've been seniors for a while. Jay has been a senior for, like, I think a full year. Yeah. And I've been a senior for just a quarter. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, but now we're, like, officially in our last year of undergrad. Yeah, we're... Which is very exciting. This time next year, we will be graduated. Like, we will have yep. just done the yep. whole thing. We're gonna walk together. Yes. Um, so excited. I'm, like... As excited as I am to walk with you, I'm very sad. Although I'm proud of my friends, but all of my <laughs> HSP cohort graduated this weekend. Yeah, and so I'm just like, Ugh. yeah, that's human services. It's yes. like oh, it's yes, like sorry. cohort style. So yeah, so like very every sad. person, not every, okay, not every person, but like probably eighty percent of the people I was in class with every single day for like six months graduated. Mm. Mm-hmm. this weekend and i was just like oh i'm so happy for you but you're also, moving you away suck. <laughs> yeah. but so no i'm very glad um that i get to walk with you yeah i'll have some familiar faces yeah it'll be fun i think i also just like i don't know that feels so close but so far away i think like this time last year i was like I have so much time. I'm like, I don't need to worry about it at all. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, like this year went by so fast. It really did. Yeah. And I think that's a really great transition into the horde. Yeah, like, I was about to say, we did that flawlessly. Yeah, yeah, super smooth. Um, <laughs> uh, today, we're just gonna like do a little bit of reflection time. I think it's it's now the summer. and we're halfway through 2022 which is terrifying oh my gosh yeah i'm gonna be 2020 or i'm i'm not gonna be 2022 (laughs) i'm gonna be 22 in less than six months wow yeah that's like not an important age but i just like yeah i'm still not used to being 21 so that's true i'm it's a weird feeling i'm gonna be 20 in less than two months why i listen i do not hate you but i hate the fact (laughs) Or and I mean, every, more than two months. <laughs> the, every time we talk, I'm just like, oh yeah, Jay's turning 21. They're not turning 20. They're turning 21 because they're already 20. And yeah. every time we talk, you're like, no, I'm turning 20. I'm like, gah. Yes, it is very weird. Almost everybody in my life 
just sees me as like one to three years older than I am. You're very wise. <laughs> That's funny. I I appreciate that. It makes me feel like a turtle. I, I love turtles. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like we had a really great transition to the horde and then we like so took sorry, a detour. That was my bad. <laughs> no, no, that's not your fault. Oh my gosh. The, the I just thought it was funny. Yeah. That's what we always do, I feel like. Yeah, it's cool. There are no rules. Actually, yeah. we there are rules, but we make them. So. Yeah. We are the it's land chill. of tangents. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Um, but yeah, reflection time. It's 2022 and we just finished a year of school yeah and we're and we have fucking exhausted yes <laughs> i mean i think that's the big takeaway is that we're f- so fucking tired shiniest things of all yeah the, the shiniest thing is how physically emotionally like existentially spiritually exhausted i am like yeah. in every way yeah and like i have some some strong intentions that i want to set like for the next year Yay. So maybe we could do that. That when sounds we're good. Talking I like about that. our shiny things. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how how is this year for you? Let's. I mean, I guess start with academic year. Yeah. Like, uh, should we just go through and like feel out the vibes as we think, reflect back into the pool of ourselves? Yeah. <laughs> um, this last academic year was really bad. Yes. And really good at the same time. Yes. Um. So in the fall, I had gone through a traumatic event in my life, and yes. really super <laughs> awesome start to the yeah, year. Super great, <laughs> um, and I hadn't talked to anyone about it, or and then like yeah. I talked to a couple people about it, and then, yeah. um, but I still felt like really isolated and alone. Um, yeah. And I was really excited because I was like a new, I was the newly appointed president of the lacrosse team. Yeah. And I was really proud of myself for that. And we were doing really great things and it was working out. I was like, yeah, trauma, mm-hmm. who's she? Who's that? <laughs> That's not getting me down. And then yes. like halfway through the quarter, it just like everything hit me at once. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't want to be on campus anymore. And I didn't want to do school and I didn't want to be around people. It was really bad. Yeah, um, you were going to drop sociology and yeah. graduate early. Yes. And like, that is not something I've told a lot of people. But yeah. um, I talked to Jay a lot about, like, my academic insecurities. And, like, I just really wanted to get out of school. Yeah. And with the, with the human services degree, I would have been done either this spring or in the fall. Yeah. And so I was just like, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Um, which was really sad because I've dreamed of – majoring in sociology since I was like 17 yeah um and but then I went through a lot of therapy yeah (laughs) um and a lot of like reflection with my friends and family um and I was able to like realign myself also like the trauma kind of like physically went away Mm. (laughs) um if that makes sense and so I just felt a lot safer in my like academic career yeah um and so the, the major stressor was no longer in the picture. Yeah. So which was great. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was at the beginning of winter quarter, like beginning of the actual year. Yeah. So, so. that was like 2022. Great start. Yeah. Um, Way better than the fall. Exactly. Um, and so, yeah, winter quarter was really good. Um, I think I got all A's that quarter, which was the first time I'd done that since fall quarter of my freshman year yeah um because obviously we went through a freaking pandemic after my winter quarter i think 
mm-hmm. of my mm-hmm. freshman year. Um, and so I was really, really hyped. Um, I also got a new job in winter quarter, which is the job I'm at now. I'm a yeah. behavior tech. And you're actually getting paid for your work. Yes. Um, I was also like, I was using that job as my internship credit, um, yeah. my, like my last internship credit, but like Jay said, I was getting paid. So it was great. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, I was kind of just hanging out and then that brings us to spring quarter. Um, still doing. Oh, also I quit lacrosse after fall quarter. Did not make yeah. that clear, but I was like trying to prioritize my mental health and my academics. Um, which uh, worked because I got good grades. <laughs> yeah. And also, I mean, I, how does that feel? Like- um, it was really difficult because like I said, I was really proud of the achievement to be president and the leadership board, like while they are very capable human beings, they did rely on me to a certain degree. Yeah. And so I did feel like I was letting them down. Mm. Um, but like, I was just, I was just honest with them and been like, Hey, like I just like mentally cannot do this. And they're like, yeah, obviously like this sucks and we're going to miss you. But like, we want you to be okay and healthy and safe, which I like, I knew that they were going to say, but like, it was very like validating to hear Mm -hmm. that. Um, it was kind of the same way with my family where I was like really scared to tell them that I didn't want to do lacrosse anymore simply because I needed to focus on my mental health. And they were like, yeah, I don't like, like obviously like, thank you for prioritizing your mental health, but like, we don't care if you don't do lacrosse. Like, yeah you're an hour and a half away and like most of the time your games are in rain so this actually kind of works out um (laughs) so it was like it was totally fine um and it was kind of just like it was weird not being in a sport for the first time in like i know i mean six years yeah it's such it was such a huge part of like your identity yeah right it was like a very strong way of how i socialized in high school and then coming to college and having the pandemic take that away i like still was very like so like emotionally involved with my teammates during the pandemic yeah um because we were all like oh ready to back get back on the field and then obviously like when we did get back on the field like circumstances occurred that like i didn't want to be there anymore yeah kind of thing and so i just have a personally like difficult time changing my mind and like advocating for my needs and so that was just very hard yeah no but it was good too because i'm learning a lot of skills about advocacy of of my needs and um what it means to be jackie johnson (laughs) outside of being a lacrosse player at one point in my life yeah yeah um yeah and then so yeah spring quarter which we just finished was awesome um i took i didn't know we weren't supposed to do this but i took all of our introductionary courses at the same time which is theory stats and research um and everybody, including Jay, everybody that I told that I was doing that was like, what the fuck? Are you okay? In- including my research professor. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. There's professors, too. Even, um, I think, Toby at one point, which is our theory professor, yeah. had, like, I was talking to him after class, and he was like, wait, what? Okay. Are you good? <laughs> yeah. Let me know if you need anything. Because well, it's like, they're the most, like, theoretically dense classes, like, and they're so dry. Yeah. Because, like, all the other classes are topics classes. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you're just taking all of these, like, okay, this is, like, how you do sociology, but you're not actually doing anything. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah. that really made me nervous at the beginning of the quarter because yeah. I was like, oh, my God, everyone's expecting me to, like, fail pretty much. Not really because, like, it was all supportive. They were just like, oh, wow, that's, like, that's a lot. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> what? Um, turns out it's okay for some people. Yeah. I'm not advocating for, like, everyone to do that because, like, maybe it's not your thing. But it was fine for me. 
Um, I got all the grades I wanted. Yeah. So I I did better than passing. I like. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I got through it, and uh, yeah, learning a lot of skills. I think that's like mostly it, but. Uh, yeah. Spring quarter is also when we started shiny things. Oh yeah! Oh, that's <laughs> the shiniest of things. Um, yeah. I, I think I'm we're lear- doing like academic reflection, but I feel like we can also just like vibes vibes figure it out yeah. like i don't know i feel like that impacted my quarter too it was a nice like it was a nice way to kind of watch our academic lives in like for, you know from like above you feel like you're watching yourself do something have you ever had that like that feeling yes a lot yeah. i i like yes i think that was like the shiny <laughs> things podcast was a nice way to do that and be like ah for, I don't know. I guess like the whole podcast itself is a nice reflection time. Yeah. Um, but it's also like, oh, we're actually like applying the things that we're learning, and then just like having fun talking about stuff together. Like, yeah, exactly. Thank you for. I was not able to put that into words, but I <laughs> no, appreciate okay. how you did it. Um, ever since having started the podcast, my skills in the classroom have gotten a little bit better. Mm. Um, like in our theory class. I don't know. Like, I've always been one to, like, listen and reflect on what my peers say and then, like, make an informed comment based on that. But, like, with the podcast, I guess I've just learned, like, a new degree of patience and Mm. reflexivity, reflection, noun version of that, I guess. I don't know. Reflexiveness? Sure. I don't know. (laughs) Um... So it's just like it's honed in my skills, I think, which is nice. I'm proud of you. Thanks. Um, a lot of it has been thanks to you because I spend a lot of time <laughs> here. Um, and I mean, like, not just you, like, friends, stuff, and family. Yeah. Um, but I definitely appreciate, like, all of our le- late night homework sessions <laughs> where we... <laughs> I We got a really good strategy like halfway through the quarter where we would type like we would do our papers and stuff together because we were in the same theory class yeah and we would just like we would grind out our homework in like six hours yeah but we would do these like 20 minute or we would work for 20 minutes and we have a quick break where it, sometimes we would go for a walk sometimes we get a snack sometimes we do some stretching and it was like the most efficient thing ever and i'm really proud of us yeah yeah it's like it comes from like the Pomodoro method. It's like a established like working method thing. I think you usually it's like twenty five, but I feel like twenty has worked for us. Um, I like it too because twenty minutes is like if you're like really in the groove of it, like mm-hmm. you can go for another twenty minutes. Yeah. Whereas like if you were like I'm gonna do work for an hour, like that's not as like sustainable. Yeah. Um, and I think I think we definitely like took advantage of that too, where we both were like, uh, the timer just went off, but like shut the fuck up for like five more minutes because i want a really good grind and like i just need to type and finish my sentence yes so that was something that i wish that i had like earlier this quarter or just like advocating for like i think that i need an accountability partner and like it would really help me like if i if we did homework together like that is something that like i always knew that i needed but like didn't feel like i could bring up to anybody because I just, I think part of it's, like, COVID, like, just, like, getting used to asking people to do anything is something that has come very slowly to me. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. 
especially because at the beginning of the win- of winter quarter, like things like went back online and like there was like oh, yeah. a bunch of like shit with like Omicron and that feels so long ago. I know, that feels like <laughs> a thousand years ago. Um, but that was something like I, I got really like nervous about COVID again, like at the beginning of the year and, um, so like just relearning how to communicate with people and like relearning how to like advocate for my needs is something that like I feel like I'm really I've been developing over the whole year is like how do I let people know what I need and also like figure out what it is for me like I mean that's just something that I've been trying to get better at for a long time but I feel like I've made some progress with that this year yeah Um, I definitely I'm proud of you I definitely have like noticed I feel like in our friendship like in the time that we've been friends I've always noticed like a strength in that skill but like since the fall you've like you have definitely gotten way better at like saying hey I feel this way for this reason or hey I need help on this thing um and like just communicating and I'm like I really appreciate that yeah so I'm proud of you I think like throughout this year I mean like thinking back like it is so wild to me like that it has been a whole year because it feels literally like yesterday. Um, I have spent a lot of this year just like dedicating myself to building community. And I think like, I know we're like reflecting academically and whatever, but like just more than that, like I set a goal for myself at the beginning of this year. I was like, I'm going to intentionally like, like find and build and like foster community within myself and like with other people and I wanted to connect with other people and like I did that like with you like we we got a lot closer and obviously the circumstances were like really shitty but like I think I'm so grateful like <laughs> for I think we would have gotten that. there eventually me too me too uh, yeah I think it was just like bad timing yeah. but also good timing in some ways um and like nurturing our relationship like has taught me a lot of stuff like about like what my needs are and like how to be a good friend and like just like more about being in relationships with people and like that has helped me too um and like obviously like this is the first year that I've done HSOC and um that community has been so good to me and I love all of them so much like now we're all like actually becoming friends and like um I just like I've gotten so much like mentorship and like love and joy um advice and like it just like I've gotten so much out of that and um I also did a couple other clubs at the beginning of the year I really enjoyed them but I ended up it was not sustainable for me like I was doing way too much and like every single hour of every day was completely blocked out and like I something else I've learned this year is like I'm starting to say no to stuff like and I'm trying to understand like where my capacity is um this year was also the first year where like I felt like I could talk about like the ways that like my disabilities impact my school stuff 
like that's something that because I do disability studies as like an emphasis in in my work like it's something that I had been able to write about or like talk about in theoretical terms or whatever but it was like really this year that I started advocating for myself in that way so like I went to the um like disability access center and like got accommodations for the first time and like was able to negotiate like with professors and stuff like for my needs and I mean this year like academically has been one of the easiest years I've ever had because I actually had what I needed like to be okay like in school and I'm just like kicking myself that I like didn't do it sooner but um I'm really grateful for that and I think that has to do with like advocating for my needs and and like being able to communicate that and like asking for help and being okay with getting help and like that's something that I've been working on since like ninth grade like really like specifically like every time I set a goal or set an intention I was always like I need to get better at asking for help I need to get better of like telling people what I need and um it wasn't really until this year that I feel like I've made any significant progress with that. Um, and I feel like every day I'm just kind of like learning more about how to do that. Um, and yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about that. I also like, Yay. I, yeah, I, I've, I've dedicated a lot of this year to like professional development stuff. So like, obviously I'm doing like more work and I like am like I got promoted and like I'm like doing all this yeah I'm like doing all this different stuff but also like I've like made it a point to like find mentors in different areas and to get advice and to like make like to build relationships and and network with people like in a way that I haven't really done before um so like being a research assistant and like reaching out to different people f- for a project that I wanted to work on and like just building connections like I'm gonna be a teacher a uh, teaching assistant in the fall um I'm like I just have a lot of stuff that I'm like I've been building that I like want to keep working on um and I've been so nervous about this upcoming year because, like, not even really about graduating, just about, like, all the stuff before and after graduating. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's, like, I don't know. Maybe that just makes more sense. But, like, having to, like, apply to grad school oh, and, God. like, I have to take the LSAT and, like, the GRE and um, the standardized tests for grad school stuff. Um and and like then I have to like move and it's like yeah I've just it's the before and after graduation like actually like going through the year and like or maybe it's just like the preparing for the after too like the actual year I'm excited about like I I'm excited to take to continue taking classes that I really enjoy I'm excited to work on my senior project and do my capstone and to get some stuff published and um actually I will be getting something published 
that I did for my research assistantship. I'll be getting that published this summer. Woo! And I'll go in our link tree. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone wants to read it. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Very excited. And like my professor is presenting it at like a sociological convention this summer and like it's just a lot of the things that I've been doing I think are are going to become very fruitful in the next year and um I'm already starting to see that like I I mean with HSOC and stuff like I spent this year was very hard like I I went headfirst into a lot of advocacy work that I haven't really done since before the pandemic and I haven't done it at this level right because like in high school advocacy is just very different it just looks different Mm -hmm. you have a lot more support um in a lot of different ways and I mean I've been fighting administrators and and professors and teachers and just like stuff since I became an activist in like ninth 10th grade right but it just feels really different now right like it feels like there's a lot more stakes and um at the same time like I don't regret anything like I mean I wish I wish that I had set better boundaries I wish that I had spent more time trying to protect myself um and saying no to stuff but those are all things that I just want to bring into the next year um and beyond right Um, that's a good way to look at it yeah I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that that is okay and it's okay if I still don't do it perfect like I'm I'm trying stuff out um over the fall I was doing too much but like I I'm really proud of like everything that I did like I I put a lot of energy into like doing stuff for us as like a friend group yeah and like I like planned a bunch of shit and like coordinated everything and yeah you were the only reason I think that (laughs) that we all hung out as much as we did yeah and um I am sad because like now everyone's like more spread out and like we don't really hang out all together anymore but it it's okay like I still love all of you and I know that there is still like connection there um but I'm also excited for like the new like groups and the new things that we've been able to do and um I've made a lot of friends this year I've made a lot of like connections with people like in my classes like just like like on campus and stuff and even off campus like with with people around like I feel like I accomplished my goal I mean I went into this year wanting to find community I wanted to make friends who like I felt safe and good around and I wanted to specifically like find paths to like connect with culture and to like be around other people of color and like I feel like I've done that and And I also think that, like, I've done, I've done a lot of, like, prioritizing and, like, figuring out, like, what relationships or what, like, things feel good and what doesn't. And, and, um, some of that shit was, like, really short-lived and it was great, like, when it was happening and then it 
stopped working. And I, I feel like I feel way more confident in my ability to like both adapt to change and like be okay with things that don't work and letting go of them. And like that has been the, the case for like everything, like for school and with grades and like professors and stupid conversations with classmates that I get hung up on and like but then also like with my friendships like in my relationships like like with my housemates with my friends with my family like uh, with anyone like I just feel way more confident in my ability to navigate those those spaces and and my own discomfort to the point where like I feel like I'm learning relearning myself relearning like where my boundaries are and how I can have healthy good feeling boundaries um primarily like within myself so I think like the popular narrative of like college is that this is the time to find yourself but that's (laughs) the only thing people ever say is like oh this is the time to explore and find yourself and nobody ever talks about the fact of how you do that yeah and it's like true. it's a lot of hard work and it's a lot of bullshit a lot of the time but yeah it I mean, is... it's a lot of thinking you have figured it out and then realizing that whatever you're doing is more harmful than what you were doing before yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it just is a trying lot of shit like and unlearning i mean there are so many like really harmful behaviors or like patterns that i've had forever that i'm i'm trying to unlearn still um, especially around navigating relationships, especially around people. Um, and also like how I see myself, like, yeah, I think that is still going to be a work in progress. Like, I think definitely like the two of us having come from the district that we came from has, have, we've both done a lot of unlearning about how to see ourselves academically. Yeah. Um, and I'm really proud of us Yeah. for the, like, the strides that we have overcome to see that we are like more than just academic statistics for a professor school or whatever um i mean i feel like that even comes up like in this past week like i was having like a fucking mild life crisis (laughs) like the entire like entire my whole world was fucking crashing down because I was so worried that my grade wasn't going to reflect how I felt in the class. Like, and for me, like, that is still has come a long way from, like, attaching, like, my value directly to that number. It was more about, like, attaching value to the work that I had done and having the number represent that. And that doesn't really sound that different, but, like, to me, like, that just like distinction shows a lot of progress yeah and even to the point where like I was able to like let go of it and be like okay I can be okay if my grade is lower than it needs to be I'm not gonna like hurt myself by like trying to stay up all night for several nights and like do all this garbage like if I like I turned in a bunch of stuff late during finals week and that made me really anxious and it it made me feel really bad about myself but I like through talking with you and like through processing like I was able to get to the point where I was like it is better if I just take my time with this and do my best and I've been doing a lot of okay like 
I know myself and I know my body and when my brain is too tired to keep going and like it doesn't matter what the consequences are because like I just know I can't do anymore so like I'm just gonna pick this up tomorrow like I've had to do that so many times this quarter and almost always the consequences were not as bad as I thought they were going to be and almost every single time I think every single time I was so glad that I had done that um even if it took me a couple days to like be okay with it but like and I think that response time will like dwindle yeah as you you get used to that like reaction yeah but um sorry I'm gonna cut you off yeah but um I think something that you just said a couple hours um ago that like stuck with me and that I actually hadn't thought about in that that sense was the fact that like a 98 is the same exact thing as a 94 yeah and we push ourselves so hard to get that like distinction of a 98 or whatever or like an 89 versus 85 when it's the exact same thing and that transcript is not going to reflect that and it's just like I've been thinking about that all night where I'm like (laughs) why why have we been taught to like Grades are arbitrary and they're nonsense, but... <laughs> yeah, and they don't promote learning. No. And they actually are yeah. extremely punitive. And, like, we could talk about that for hours, yeah. I feel. Because, like, we should be prioritizing our mental health. And if it's, like, if it means getting an A, but, like, not the exact same A as a 98... <laughs> I mean, that's, like, fuck? yeah. Like, what? I mean, even, like, like, I remember I was talking about how I was so stressed out about this grade. And you and, like my friend Zoe and like a bunch of my other friends like when I told them like oh I'm probably not gonna get the grade that I want in this class like I'm feeling really upset about it like blah 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 they're like oh my gosh like I understand like what grade are you going to get and I was like an A minus at the least and everyone was like you suck and I was like (laughs) I know like I know I was like I was trying so (laughs) like I I was I, I was trying really hard to be, like, very sensitive and, like, <laughs> let you know that you, like, I heard you and that, I like, I wanted to validate your feelings. Because, like, it is, I, like, your valids are super, super valid. Yeah. But I also was, like, you were the one who told me that a 3.0 is totally fine and that grad <laughs> schools, like, just look for 3.0. So, like, yeah. and it's just, like, I wanted you to feel the same kind of love and support that, like, I've been feeling all year yeah. long because of what you've been saying. And I'm, like, it's not your fault but you're being a little dummy yeah no that actually helped me because like I could tell that you were frustrated with what I was saying and I was like I was like no you're right like I am being ridiculous like it's really hard for me to just let go of that Mm -hmm. and so like part of me was like okay well I still feel like really anxious about this but I and I can't like control that but I don't need to continue to like justify it like I can just feel bad about it and then be like okay well like I understand that it is okay and I don't need to justify like that it's actually not okay yeah but I can still feel bad about it right and like that's the thing where like I had that disconnect of it like and that's that's okay it's not like we were trying to demonize you or anything yeah but like that's one of the things that we're learning about ourselves and like how to yeah function as good adults I guess yeah (laughs) as adults outside of the academic system I mean, I think just, like, part of this year for me has been really coming into being an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I've learned so much about adulting in the last <laughs> six months. I mean, me too. I mean, 
I mean, I had to file an extension for my taxes. Ew. <laughs> that sucked. I filed my taxes by myself for the first time this year. Wow. Kind of. Well, kind of. I did should, you use like TurboTax? I used TurboTax, <laughs> but my mom like sat with me while I did the first half of it. Uh, and then like the like tax documents that I had, like they didn't like them or something. Oh so I had God. to go into like the reserves online. So Annoying. I did like half of them by myself. Annoying. <laughs> but yeah. 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 I also. I bought a car this year. <gasps> yes. I mean, that was like not <laughs> planned. <laughs> Literally. I, I don't think we've talked about that on the podcast. Um, no, I was on my way to work one day and I got into an accident and my beloved car, Franklin, did not survive. I did, however, so it was fine. <laughs> um, but then like. It also was fully not your fault. It was not. I was on I-5 and. I was going, I was in the left lane, like, I was just doing what I normally do. Um, I was also listening to the new Harry Styles album, which, like, <laughs> I could not listen to for, like, two weeks after that. Because it's like, yeah, that, I mean, that's traumatizing, yeah. Um, but then somebody, like, came into my lane, and then it just, like, instead of, like, slamming on the brakes or, like, hon- like I did honk, but then I just, like, swerved, because I was like, ah, yeah. oh, they're going to be smart and not continue to get into my lane. But they didn't. They did just, just continue to get into my lane, and then I, like went into the grass and i was it was like it had just, it had just rained and so my tires spun out and i hit mm. the barrier and yeah it was bad it was i had like thing. just bought new tires <laughs> i just got my brakes done yeah and then so yeah and then like 24 hours later i was buying a new her yeah that was crazy that whole like week was like a lot there was a lot happening yeah because i had also like just signed my lease like two weeks before that too for yeah. my apartment oh my gosh maybe yeah. actually i think it was actually closer to a month before that but yeah but it was like starting to be real yeah i'm this whole thing i mean yeah you got you moved into an apartment yeah i just started living there full time uh a week ago yeah that oh my gosh I, so many things have happened <laughs> I, so it's like, like really good things but also like huge stressful things um i think i was thinking about that earlier when you were talking about like the before and after of graduation and like how you have to move and like learn how to be adult after graduation and i'm like that's like i'm thankful that i'm because like the apartment i'm in right now i'm like planning on being in for the next few years yeah so that i don't have to deal with it after graduation Mm -hmm. um but i'm also like i think i'm like i'm scared i'm gonna feel like just like empty kind of after Mm. graduation like Mm. when everybody else is having that like ah i'm like i'm moving to grad school or i'm moving off campus or like whatever it may be i'm going home or yeah and i'm just to another place i'm like like, ah, i'm just gonna get my diploma and go to my apartment like i've done every day for the last year like i think i'm just gonna feel weird about it but i know it will be good yeah yeah and i mean especially because like i don't know a lot of people here are like, oh, I'm staying, but I'm just staying for a gap year or whatever. Yeah. But, like, you're planning on staying for, like, at least a while. So, like, yeah. I'm gonna that's stay a different through, thing, yeah. too. It's, yeah, because it's, like, I'm still going through the whole, like, grad school process. Yeah. Um, a little differently from you because I'm just doing, like, online programs. Mm-hmm. Um, but, holy moly, obviously, you know that process sucks. Although, yes. you're having to plan for, like, the GRE and stuff and the LSAT. I'm not doing either of those things. Yeah. I don't know if we've really talked about, like, what we want to do. I don't... 
I know we've talked about it like personally, but I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast at all. Yeah. Um, so I want to go to law school and get my Juris Doctor. Because Jay's not ambitious at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I want to also get either my master's or my PhD at the same time. Um, I'm looking at lots of different kinds of programs, but basically I want to keep going with like cultural studies, like critical theory, stuff about like indigeneity and race. Um, and then for law, I want to do like social justice, public interest law. Um, I'm looking in lots of different programs, like some of the things are like public accountability, some of them are like critical race studies or specifically like tribal law. Um, there's like human rights and like international like justice or like um, there's all all different kinds of things and I, I kind of want to do everything. I'm trying to figure out how to incorporate all the things that I really love into one thing like I there's like obviously I really like sociology and I feel like I can do sociology in any of those things I know I don't want to be like a sociology professor or researcher like and those are pretty much the things you can do that are in the discipline tm but you can apply like sociology and sociological theory to anything and so like I I think I'm gonna have that framework still but I want to do like comparative cultural stuff I want to do um like specifically like indigenous studies I also just want to do things that feel relevant like I don't know like I I want to follow kind of the sparks of interest and and see where it takes me like and that's how like that's how education should be yeah if it wasn't so gosh darn expensive yeah and siloed like I don't I think that everything should be interdisciplinary like I I don't think that we should have separate fields for everything like no the the only things that have ever made sense to me are like when we take interdisciplinary approaches and stuff like it just I feel like it makes more it, it makes things more accessible. It does to larger it to- groups of people. It does, and it also like is more comprehensive. Like when your frameworks are interdisciplinary and you're using it to study something or you're using it to actually do stuff on the ground, like whatever you're fucking doing you have to pull from many different contexts and like there is there's not one grand theory right like there's not one set of rules or definition to anything there's not one dimension to anything and so like i'm i don't know (laughs) i'm trying to figure out like there's also like i really want to do like film studies and like media stuff i don't i don't know how to incorporate that to anything like but it's not that it's not relevant. I just don't know. Yeah. And I also like the international studies and like traveling. That's something I really want to do. Um, and like whatever I want to do, I want to do it in a way that is decolonizing. And I want to do it in a way that is going to be working towards social justice. Like. Yeah. Um, so right now I'm thinking like legal advocacy and working with different like nonprofits, grassroots organizations, 
NGOs, the non-governmental organizations is what NGOs are. Just with lots of different things and lots of different issues. Like I want to be like a consultant kind of. That makes sense. Um, so I can travel, live in different communities for like extended periods of time and then move to the next place um, working on projects. I really like, I'm really good at project management and like team leading, team leadership and stuff like that. So I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah, we do have a whole year to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, a whole year for me to figure shit out. Um, no, and I'll I'll have grad school to figure it all out too. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying to figure out what path to start on. Yeah, which is the difficult. I kind of went through like a similar, not as intense. <laughs> yeah, logical th- thought. This is this is like the stuff that I've been thinking about since my junior year of high school. So it's like yeah, it's just been building since then. But I've had this like path for a while so gotcha it's not just this year good that would be bad (laughs) um i have also been kind of thinking about uh i wasn't really thinking about grad school in high school i it was like a it was like a distant Mm. thought and like eventually i will go to more school yeah it was like (laughs) oh what would you go to more school for well probably social work because i at that time didn't have a comprehensive understanding of like what it meant yeah. To go into human services or sociology or both. Yeah. Um, I also did not know that Western had a human services degree when I was in high school. So, like, yeah, that I, is a new development. I didn't either until you. Well. I would have done human services if I had known about it before. It's a freaking awesome program. Yeah. I, I genuinely don't know how I stumbled across it. <laughs> um, it was just luck. I was at my grandma's house. It was during COVID. <laughs> I yeah. was at my grandma's house. I like came across it. I applied to it, and like two weeks later, they were like, "Yeah, we can't accept you for like the fall because like we're full for this cohort." But like, what about the winter? And I was like, "Fuck yeah, that sounds great." Um, and like it was that was kind of like the beginning of my like concrete career path where yeah. I was like, "Okay," because sociology is so vague. I guess. Yeah, it's like applicable to. Everything, everything and nothing at yes. the same time yeah um which is also something i've been struggling with for grad school because like again with high school it was like oh i could go into sociology i could go to social social work um and that's a belief i had until like this year yeah going through my the last of my human services classes um and so now i'm like I do not want to get a degree in social work and i do not want to get a degree in sociology yeah um for grad yeah. school because again as applicable as they are it is also like so vague and i like just wouldn't know where to start um yeah when there's like when there's things that i could get specific skills in that would help me like advance my career in the way i want it to i also think that like getting an advanced degree in sociology like really like i mean there's not a ton of master's programs most of them are phds and like really you do it because you want to be a professor yeah and i do as of right now i do not want to be a professor yeah and i really don't want to go into research yeah for like a long-term career right after grad school like maybe some point like i would love to get published at some point yeah i think i'll probably do research with my other shit but like to just do research sounds icky social science research is also really hard to like get a well-paying job in yes it's also just like so because a lot of the issues that we deal with in that research is so like emotionally 
draining. Yes. That it's like to do that in and out 40 hours a week or whatever, like. I can't imagine. That would be awful. So now I'm like, I'm in the process of finding programs, but like, um, a, can we say that, can I say the school that we're both interested in? Would that yeah. Be? Okay. Um, well, Jay and I are both looking at this school called uh, the John Jay School of Criminal Justice. Yes. We're looking at different things, obviously, but yeah. um, the program in which I'm looking at is the Human Rights Masters of Art. Master of Arts? Master of Arts. Yes. <laughs> um, which, it's yeah, human rights, it focuses on, like, law and, like, advocacy and social justice, like, kind of, like, bundled into one, which would be ideal um, the program is, like, a bit more competitive than, like, I might be qualified for. Like, technically, they accept 3.0 and above, but, um, I do not have Jay's type of GPA. Um. We just said that that doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter, but, like, I'm trying to not put all my eggs in one basket type of thing. So, I'm also looking at, like, there is a, a school in Arizona I was looking at that has a human rights and social justice program, which seems more applicable for my GPA, um, but then there's also some programs about, like, community advoca- advocacy work, um, because I took a class in the winter for human services about community advocacy, and it, a lot of it has to do with, like, legal advocacy, um, and, like, grassroots organizations. So that would be really cool. Super cool. Um. Have you looked at Seattle U? Not extensively, no. I would look into them. I mean, the thing is, like, the reason why I don't want to look into them is like or the reason why i stopped looking was because they are a religious school they don't like force you to be religious it's like a jesuit university um seattle u has it's a jesuit catholic university damn yes which like over catholic yeah no i that's why like maybe not but i would still look into it because they have one of a really good social justice law program and that leads me to believe that they might have like similar degrees i do know like a a handful of people that went there that are not religious by any means and they got a very good education so i'm like yeah i, I know think it is possible grad school is a little bit different because yeah. you have a lot more freedom whereas part of their like their equivalent of the like general university requirements like you have to take like a like family planning class God. and stuff and it's just like <gasps> abstinence <Ugh>. like <laughs> and Yikes. um so, like, yeah, but, like, I know people who are also not Catholic who have went and really enjoyed it, so. Yeah. Um, well, I appreciate that. I would sense. just look into it. Because <laughs> yeah. it's a lot closer, and yeah. um, I mean, they do online stuff, too. Yeah, everything I'm, it would be nice to get um, in-state tuition. That's true. Um, I, I wish that I could, I just couldn't do it. Like, I, I was looking at their stuff, and I was like, ah. One, my mentor from high school actually went there and got, um. Oh, fun got his law degree there actually i think he's graduating this year um congrats yeah shout out to john whoa Um, my advice one of my advisors this year well not this year he's been my advisor for like two years but his name is john it's a very common name my the beginning of my last name is john that's true that's true Uh, my uncle's name is john oh my gosh his last name isn't johnson though oh yeah john johnson would be that would be awful (laughs) No, he has a Polish last name. Yeah. I mean, my grandpa's name is Robert Robles. 
That's kind of, that's catchy though. I guess, yeah. They call him Roby. Oh. Yeah, isn't that that's cute? That's so cute. Yeah. Shout out to my grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Shout out to my grandpa. Yeah. That's great. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> I, I feel like this year has been good. I think so. It's I, been hard. Yeah, 100%. But I think we've learned a lot of valuable skills. And I, like, I don't feel bad. Like, I'm yeah. stressed out. I'm hopeful, though. Yeah, but I don't I don't feel bad. I mean, usually at the end of the year, I'm, like, exhausted, like I said. But, like, usually I'm like, ugh. Yeah. At, this year sucked. Yeah. But this feel. <sighs> at the end of my mm. sophomore year, when the entire year was pretty much asynchronous on COVID, or during COVID. Um, yeah. Was that last year? Yes. 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 Last year. Okay. Um, me too. Um, I was feeling so discouraged and yeah, me I came too. home from, cause I did live on campus last year, but like mm-hmm. just to get some semblance of college life. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I came home and like I did really poorly fall quarter of last year. Um, mm. cause it was the first quarter that everything was asynchronous. Um, and I was doing a bunch of STEM related things at the same time, which was not good. And I just, like, I just felt really discouraged. Um, and then I came home and there was talks of fall quarter of this year being completely online again. Um, and I was like, uh, and so a bunch of people I knew, um, were deciding to take a year or two and just like not do school so that they could like recuperate from COVID and like not be depressed college students during covid and so i was talking to my mom um i wasn't saying like hey i want to drop out or like hey i want to take some time but i was like if we were having a very frank conversation about like if covid were to continue as intensely as it is right now like i cannot emotionally survive this like yeah and i basically started crying at like in like with my mom and being like this year was so bad like i have no hope and like I have never not been excited about school. So, like, for mm. that, like, my mom was like, oh, God, okay. It's, like, I told her. This is serious. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, we talked through it, and she was, like, like, she was very encouraging, and it was great. Um, and then, obviously, we did get through it, and it is, like, it was fine, and I am very thankful for. Yeah. The fall, like, classes-wise was very good for me. Like, I... I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, is like, we had very different situations, but, like, <laughs> I, being in person and having all my classes be in person after that whole year, like, I was doing online classes, both asynchronous and synchronous, actually, almost entirely asynchronous, um, prior to the pandemic, because I did Running Start, mm-hmm. and I was doing that at the same time as, like, being in high school and I had, like, some in-person because they were, like, college in the high school classes. Gotcha. Um, anyways, Running Start, if you don't know, is, like, when you can take community college classes while you're in high school. It's, like, a very specific Washington State thing. So if you're, like, not in Washington or not in the U.S., I don't expect you to know what that means. But basically, it let me get my two-year degree, the associate's degree, while I was in high school. And... That prepared me for taking async classes, but I still had connection when I was doing that because I still went to regular school and I still had all my friends. So when I like 
was doing everything asynchronous and whatever, I never had the dip in academics that everyone else did, which I don't even know how that happened. I mean, through like throughout the quarter, there was some ups and downs, but like I was able to do pretty much on par with like what I normally did, but like emotionally, physically, like I was like so not healthy, like... I was so isolated during, like, the first part of the pandemic. Like, we were living in a really awful situation. Um, And then, like, when we moved up here, like, things got a little better. They were doing okay. And then I, like, realized how racist the programs I was in were and how isolated I felt. And, like, I made one friend the entirety of my first year at Western. And that was Michaela. And, like, everybody else, I just, like, stayed in the bubble of, like, Cameron and, like, his roommates. And, like, that was hard. And I ended that year feeling so extremely isolated. Like, I didn't have a single friend of color other than Adrian. Like, it was really, really rough. And I didn't see myself, like, in anything I was doing. I didn't feel connected to who I am, like, in any way. Um, And I started making connections with, like, I made connections with, like, two professors that year. Um, And that kind of took me into this year. And, like, I started taking more classes with them. And then I, like, added a major. And then I went down to the minor. I actually added a minor and then made it a major and then went made it a minor again. <laughs> um, but I found, like, so many different things that, like, I really loved. Um, and But it wasn't until spring of my first year, which was your sophomore year, um, that I, like, had any of that. Like, had tried to talk to anyone, had, like, tried to do anything. Um... Like, I tried to join clubs at the very beginning of the year, but with everything, like, completely on Zoom, I just couldn't do it. Um, So this year, it felt like I actually got to, like, do a redo. Yay! Yeah. Yeah, I'm really glad that, like, this year has turned around for the both of us. Yeah. Um, I I think we deserve it, at the very least. (laughs) Yes, I do, too. I just feel good. Like, I don't know, like... I'm finally happy and excited about school again. I also, like, when we sat down to do this, like, we... We had a really, we took a very long time trying to figure out what to talk about today. Yeah. And, like, it's been a while since we've, like, recorded, especially been a while since we've recorded just the two of us. Yeah. And I just, I was feeling really anxious. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, it's going to be, like, such a chore to reflect on the year and, like, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. But, like. This feels good. I know. No, like, I feel a lot lighter. Yeah. And, like. I feel like even though I have a lot of shit that I'm anxious about, even though I, like, have a lot of stuff to do and things to consider, and, like, this summer is going to be, like, a total whirlwind for me. Like, I'm going to be in Europe, or I am in Europe right now. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm going to be in Europe, and then I come home, and I have one day, and then I start my summer job, which is the same job I had last year, but it's, like, full days, whole summer, on all my days off, I'm going to have to work for my other job. I'm probably going to get a third job. And then, like, 
I have to start doing, like, I'm going to still be doing HSOC stuff over the summer. Oh my like, God. Okay, you got to remember to take care of yourself. I know. No, I know. <laughs> and, like, it's going to be fucked up. And I have to take the LSAT in August or September. And I, like, just have to do all this stuff. But, like, after, like, really looking at, like, this year and, like, being able to be, like, yeah, I fucking learned a lot about myself. And I actually, like, like, now I'm in therapy again. I'm feeling really good. Like, I, I feel like I have been working on figuring out, like, this year I also, like, got medicated and, like, diagnosed with stuff, which... I have mixed feelings about the whole diagnosis thing, but, like, it has helped. It's been a tool for me to use to, like, figure shit out. And, like, just in, like, so many ways. Like, I've been really... Things have been slotting into place. And now, like, thinking about it, it's like, yeah, I have all this shit to do. I'm worried about graduation. I'm worried about all this shit. I'm so nervous about going to Europe. (laughs) But at the same time, like, I feel like I have a support network that has my back. I feel like I have community and I'm connecting to to people and to like the things I want to be connecting to and I've just I've gotten really good at advocating for myself and I've I've gotten good at knowing when things are too much and taking a step back. Yay. And those are things that I'm notoriously bad at (laughs) and people are always trying to tell me whatever but now I I feel like I can be like actually I I know my capacity and I know when things are too much and like I'm it's not that I just know but I'm actually able to do something about it in a way that feels good and if that's like what I got out of this year like I'm so like psyched about it right yay I'm happy for you yeah it was just, it was good. It, I feel like it was a good year. Like, yeah, this is proof that like, it was a good year. I hate the saying, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> but it's so true. Yeah. Like, I love Kelly Clarkson. Every time <laughs> that song comes on, I'm like, it's, I'm like, I, hate it. I did a dance to that song one time. So like, all the songs I ever had to like do a dance to, especially because it was for like a convention. I hated that. Valid. But. That experience also very similarly <laughs> taught me that, like, you can get through shit and it actually, like, once you do, like, you feel like your capacity has grown. Yeah. Like, you can get through more now and you know what you can't and you know when to ask for help. Yeah. It's, like, it's taken me, like, nine, well, it's taken me just about nine months um, to be okay with that phrase because, like, when yeah. you're in the thick of it, it like I ha- I hated that song so much because I'm like yeah. I'm not surviving. Mm-hmm. I'm well, I don't know what I was, but it's like it's so hard to like visualize yeah. the like good part of it. And then yeah, once you're out of it, it's fine. But it's like while you're in it, it sucks. Yeah. But I'm glad we're out of it. <laughs> and uh, also, yeah, I'm just glad we're here. Like I I feel like we have a lot of things to look forward to. Yeah. And. I'm excited. After reflecting on this year, like, I mean, that's my fucking shiny thing. Yay. I think, right? Yeah, I think that's my shiny thing, too. It's just, like, optimism and hope for next year. And, like... Yeah. And the fact that this was a good year, like, even though there was so many parts, and some parts being, like, 
six month periods. Yeah, <laughs> like and very long. Like, like there's so many parts that like were so fucking god awful. But like, I think I'm coming out of this year feeling really good. Yeah, I think it's gonna be easier. Like, cause like in the thick of like all the bad parts, it's like ah, this was. It felt like it was never gonna be over. It was gonna last forever. But, like, now I'm, like, okay, in in five years' time, that's going to feel, like, 30 seconds of my life. Like, yeah. I know that it's, like, it's okay. I'm okay. Yeah. And it's and just, like, it's it's easier to think about, like, the future now, which is great. Yeah. There is hope. Bits and bites. Hell yeah. They're happening now. <laughs> I feel like I never, I say this every time now, but, like. How the hell do we do how it? How do we start it? I don't know. Like this now. This is actually how we start this bit now because <laughs> by questioning how we start it. Um, do you have your song? I do. Okay. What uh, is it? Last weekend was... Why do you say it so Because I'm trying to figure out if I'm, like, if I'm on the correct timeline. Uh, it was the weekend before finals was lawn stock at our school uh-huh. which is basically the end of year festivities brought to you by our like student productions go- productions yeah i was like government's not the right word yeah um but it's, it's like it's supposed it's a play on words of like woodstock which is like popular music festival yeah but so, it's on the lawn yeah so it was on the calm lawn um there was like a bunch of like mini activities but like the main event was like concert type steel type of deal where there was like a local bellingham band um and then there was i think a few seattle bands the song that i am referencing is from a seattle band of students from u-dub i believe yes um called iu which is i backslash 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 u mm-hmm. um they i think at the at the concert they like describe them as a as a punk no funk funk okay Okay. it was very like it was also it was it was very loud but also very hard to understand the mic no Um, no that's fair okay so funk yeah punk does not make any sense i was very confused okay that makes more sense (laughs) um but they also have like jazzy type vibes to them Mm -hmm. which i really like um anyway the song that i'm choosing for today is moments we design by i you cool wow i like them i do too i actually like right after that i like followed them on spotify and like listened to a few of their songs like yeah i think i have three or four of their songs liked now which i'm very happy about yeah i i think everyone should check them out yeah support local artists yeah I mean, or not local if you're not here, but oh, but yeah, uh, our local artists, yeah, <laughs> PNW local, yeah. Also, just like small artists, I yeah. guess. Um, yeah, I'm glad you, I, I'm glad you brought something from them because uh, that is something that I forgot about but wanted to do at some point. So, yay, cool. Um, <laughs> I have one. Yay. So this is um, I Got Money Now by Deontay Hitchcock featuring, is it J.I.D.? 
Let me see. I just always forget. I don't think it's Jid. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. I think it's J-I-D. I think so. That sounds like a name. I don't know. Anyways, um, I picked this song because it made me cry. Oh, in like a good way or bad way? Uh, <laughs> in a like... I didn't realize that I still, like, had unhealed wounds about that way. Ah. Like. It's like a little bit of both. I guess. Uh, yes, exactly. A little bit of both. Um, My therapist would say it was a good thing. Yes. She's been trying to get me to cry at things more often. I'm, I've been trying to get myself to cry at more things. Yeah. It's it's good for the soul, I guess. Yeah. No, it's it's a really healthy, cope, healthy coping mechanism. Um. I, I have recently, over the past probably year and a half, gotten my ability to cry back um, for a really long time. Actually, maybe just over the past year. Um, for a really long time, because of testosterone, like, I couldn't cry um, physically. Whoa. Like did not know that that was a side effect. Yes. Hey. I like that. Yeah, me too. I just like, I mean, it's like obviously just a very fun song, but it's like talking about like social mobility and like coming out of poverty and I guess I'm not out of poverty <laughs> but like just the feeling that I felt listening to that song of like both like deep sorrow of like the experiences of like being poor and also like the hope of like one day like I will be able to like help my mom like with stuff like I will be able to like give back to her in the way that like I like the way that makes it feel right or whatever like my parents have done so much to like like just to do their best like with what they had and like I I don't care about money per se, but like I want to be able to give back to them in some way and like yeah, get that. to support them. That's awesome. Yeah. So it made me kind of like teary and like I didn't even realize why I was crying until I was like, oh my god. <laughs> like it was it was a very cathartic thing, I think. Um and it's a great song. And it's like you don't have to like experience it that deeply or whatever like it's also just like a bop so <laughs> yeah well i appreciate you like sharing all that though and like yeah. being vulnerable on the podcast <laughs> thank you i feel like we do that a lot but yeah still <laughs> that's I like good to say thank you yeah i appreciate that Alrighty. bites yes. are next yes bites would you like to go first uh, or... you can go first okay <laughs> um i was trying to think of what i've eaten in the last week um well like i said i 
I don't know if I said this actually. I officially moved into my apartment full time. You did say that. Uh, cool. Last <laughs> week. Um, and so I've been cooking for myself for the last week. Oh, actually, I'm scratch that. I'm not even going to talk about what I've been cooking for myself. My best friend Maddie came to visit this weekend and it was the greatest. It was so much fun. I have so much. I really. Ugh. We hadn't seen each other since like her birthday in March, mm. which we talk like at a minimum once a week but we tend to talk like every other day ish Mm -hmm. um so we didn't feel like it had been since march since i had seen her yeah but then like when we did the math it was like oh holy shit we gotta like we gotta do a big one so we did a mama mia themed weekend um (laughs) because we're both obsessed with it and like our senior year of high school the second mama mia came out and we went to it together opening day and like (laughs) just it's like good vibes yeah um and it like stands for a lot of like good memories for the both of us together um and also just like we also realized that we've been friends for over 10 years like recently um because i um applied for a second job and like had to put a personal reference and like how much time you know them and i put her and like just writing out 10 plus i was like what the fuck Mm -hmm. um anyway that's not the bite obviously but with the Mama Th- Mia themed weekend, we wanted to get Greek food. Mm-hmm. And so we went to a cafe downtown called Seven Spice. And it was so good. I've like, been there. So good. The best Greek food I've ever had was in California. Mm. And I'm like, not that I was like actively searching for like to to one up the California food. But like this was a very close second. Cool. Like fantastic what did you get um that's a good question (laughs) i got a um a lamb please correct me because i don't know how to say this euro uh i mean i think everybody says it different i feel like euro is like the the money the money right (laughs) yeah i I think hero or like some people say like gyro okay i feel like hero is more correct well i got one of those yeah we Um, know what you're talking about the like i just like literally every place i've been to has said it differently and i'm like i don't know what's authentic or not so Uh, i mean i think there's also probably different dialects that is yeah that's a good point um like one of those i got a a lamb hero yes uh (laughs) with uh it came with like tomatoes and onions i'm pretty sure Mm. and then i got added on cucumbers feta and a garlic tahini sauce Ooh, i love tahini so good and she got a, a falafel hero mm. without onions i think and then she got a like a hummus sauce i'm pretty sure um That's cool. and she said it was really good so highly recommend if you're in the bellingham area to hit up seven spice i've only, some greek food i've only been there once and i got falafel fries pretty good nice i mean it was just fries with like little strips of falafel kind of on top of it not exactly what i was looking for because like there wasn't enough falafel but it was really good still um yeah i recommend it too ah my bite this week i don't know I really liked the dinner that Cameron just made. It was very good. Very um, tasty. Yeah. He makes uh, like a shepherd's pie or like a cottage pie, but he uses like impossible 
so it's plant-based i love impossible yeah so Sh- shout out impossible <laughs> sponsor us, yeah, please sponsor us. <laughs> Um, yeah, I love Impossible. It's really good. It makes me feel better about, like, how much protein I'm getting, and I'm not just eating soy. Um, I try to get, like, a variety of different plant-based proteins, like pea protein. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody always. (laughs) Um, and then, like, beans, tofu, like, soy-based, and then, like, um various other things i don't know uh but impossible is one of my main proteins and cameron does all sorts of wild shit with it and it's so good like um yeah and like the mashed potatoes on the shepherd's pie they were super good and they, they were like rosemary mashed potatoes it was it was just a very good like very like comforting peas and carrots yes it was, it was very comforting, very, like... It was kind of cold today, so that was, like, perfect. Yeah, it was just really good. I was, like, like, it was gone. Like, podcasting. <laughs> I feel like everybody ate pretty quickly. Yeah, because it was good, and we were all hungry, and it was just, like... We'd all been we'd all been typing for a while today. Yes. For, for various reasons. Yes. <laughs> Lots of typing today. Uh, yeah, we, were, we had a lot of 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 sitting and doing work and stuff so it was it was great it was great comfort food yeah, very like yeah, that's a good very one. like grandpa recipe <gasps> like <Yes. laughs> it yeah. was really great yeah awesome thanks for cool. sharing even yeah. though i experienced that with you but i appreciate yeah. you bringing it to the podcast yeah it was good it's good um go try impossible if you hadn't if you it's haven't yet so good put it in mac and cheese yeah just so good make a make a box of like a blue box of mac and cheese or whatever mac and cheese you like and... i get the cheap shit at walmart because it tastes pretty much the same yeah and doesn't break my bank yeah yeah just... i eat my mom's bank because she got me mac and cheese the last time she was here awesome <laughs> um yeah just do whatever you like it's good in in whatever um cameron just seasons it with like ketchup like when he does the meat um so it's like really low budget very like easy go try it it's hella good hell yeah you can get it at winco for pretty cheap yeah it's like this it's actually cheaper than like regular meat oh yeah it's it's actually it's usually cheaper than regular meat actually which is so great because i think that plant-based like meat-shaped things should be cheaper um Oh, yeah. Yeah. And more accessible, I think, is the the real thing. It's like, I just think it should be more accessible. But it's yeah. at, like, most major grocery stores in, like, whatever area. At least in the U.S. And at least in, like, Washington, Oregon, California. I don't know what it is E-W. like. It, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, and just, like, the West Coast. I don't know what it's like in, like, the middle. But I'm sure you could get it at lots of places you should just check out the plant-based options near in general you. yeah yeah it's a lot of cauliflower <gasps> okay what i've been wanting to make which i haven't like gone and gotten the materials for this yet but i want to make the cauliflower katsu that cameron made a few weeks ago it's so good because i've been dreaming about it yes it's so good yeah 
Yeah, cauliflower is a great substitute for a lot of different things. Yeah, when I was vegetarian in high school, my grandma would always make roasted cauliflower at all of the family events. She would make me asparagus, cauliflower, mac and cheese, corn, and mashed potatoes. That sounds delicious. Mm, yes. She, Those are the main food groups. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She she had me covered. And then whenever we do like like pizza nights, uh, she would always get me like a mini not a mini, it was like a, a normal person size, but like, uh, the family would get these like extra large, like meat lovers pizza. And then mm-hmm. she'd order me, um, like a, a, a smaller vegetarian gluten-free pizza. Cause it was just like <laughs> where we ordered from, like it was the only vegetarian option, like happened to be a gluten-free crust. Um, uh, and she was just like, she was always like very aware and attentive to me being vegetarian, which I think was really funny and cute. That's super cool. Yeah. I love that. I, I like, it feels very respectful and like, l- like I feel very loved when people like consider my dietary restrictions and stuff. Yeah, and like, vegan food can be really delicious and like. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. It so doesn't Maddie have to all be like scary and gross and yeah. worse. Like Maddie is also vegan, um, and she, I'm pretty sure it was Maddie. Yeah, she brought me like vegan cookies from trader joe's once mm-hmm. oh my god some of the best cookies i've ever had hell yeah were you yeah. the one who told me that trader joe's is like the same pricing yeah yeah okay trader joe's is the same price it's it's like price locked or whatever so it's the same price the entire country so it's like in the middle of nowhere oklahoma it's the same price as in like new york okay i had an existential crisis Mm-hmm. <laughs> while maddie was here because we had been talking because i was like okay we're gonna go to trader joe's because you love trader joe's and i have a gift card to trader joe's so like we're gonna go nice and get a bunch of stuff for while you're here also like i need more food anyway so, yeah like, we're just gonna go um and then like i'm pretty sure like the next day you and i talked about trader joe's being price locked yeah and so then the next day when she was here and jc was here because jc's mom was the one who gave me the gift card i was like okay i've definitely talked about trader joe's to both of these people so one of them must have been <laughs> the person who told me about the price lock and so i was telling jc i was like oh yeah this fun fact that maddie told me and maddie was like what the fuck i've never heard that fact before why are you quoting me and i was like what the fuck and it was like because i hadn't seen you because normally i see you like every day but because i hadn't seen you for like three or four days i was like it can't it couldn't have been uh jay i I didn't i haven't seen them like (laughs) oh no like existential crisis i I felt like i was high like i was like who the fuck told me this and i was like what made it had to have been jay because no one else like i don't talk to anyone else that is so funny Um, yeah i i found that out from (laughs) melissa shout out melissa again oh my god (laughs) my professor yeah she was like go go to trader joe's like it was like there's like there's obviously things that like are pricey yes but like a it's worth it yeah because it a lot of like the pricier items are the vegan or plant-based yeah um i think i mean and it's not even that much more expensive to be honest it's like yeah i mean the thing is is that like safeway and fred meyer and hagen like all of those places like places that used to be like cheaper than like the whole foods or the pcc or the um whatever you have like wherever sprouts what i don't know um now they're all like pretty similar (laughs) prices inflation yes oh my god we could totally talk about inflation on the next podcast oh my gosh tampon shortage nasty not 
not tampons aren't nasty shortages of them are nasty anyways anyway that's another topic for another day (laughs) we even remember to cover it okay Okay. (sighs) holy shit thank you everyone for everything yeah thank you so much i think it's important to thank our folks yes yeah so quick quick thanks to our friends for helping us out with all our stuff thank you so much leon and ryan um thank you to the lumi and nooksack peoples um (laughs) sorry that was really inappropriate no it's fine um as always we we implore you to think about whose land you're on and check out our shit come get y'all's links to cool stuff in our link tree that's that's link tr.ee slash shiny things pod it's in the bio of our twitter and instagram yeah yeah check it out check us out on twitter instagram i almost said facebook we don't have a facebook uh tiktok and now spotify (gasps) uh we have finally we have uh playlists and we have all of the bits all of the music that we've ever talked about are going to be updated on the playlist we also have like stuff from uh episode three when we did the genre game we have all those songs on there um we might add some fun playlists at different times whenever uh the link to that's also in our link tree um whoop whoop yeah whoop whoop okay um is it joke time yes okay why did the scarecrow get a, a pay raise? I don't know why. Because he was outstanding in his field. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I couldn't. I didn't think of that. It's late. That's so good. Thanks. Most of the jokes I get are from uh, a jokes website for kids under 10. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I never know what's coming.